Yo, but check one, two, one, two. Hot cut. Uh. I'm from the place where hardcore is This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up. Views from the staff to the world that we back. This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up. From the staff, tell the world that we back Ladies and gentlemen, grab a drink, let's get settled in Here's another dose of some audio medicine Fresh sports reports, pure adrenaline We do it for the love of the game, not the Benjamins My check, one, two, one, two Yo The link up To start off with um, the f- first topic, did you guys see the Odell thing? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> the what thing? Odell, just we'll just touch on it. Odell, um, I forgot this name of this podcast. It's but, no jumper. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, nah, no jumper. Uh, someone got on there. Um, I can't remember who it was though. But um, I don't know their names. Yeah, so I was. It's I think it was it was someone's ex girlfriend or ex wife, and she said that Odell likes to be pooped on in bed. Uh, uh, yeah. Where, where do you even take that, bro? That's, so uh, I think it's interesting. To is it is it even interesting? The fuck. Jeez, dude, that's that. Some people, <laughs> I, I understand this. This, this, who I don't even know what I don't even know how to say to this, but I understand. Obviously, everyone has a preference when it comes to the bedroom, but yeah, I, you can you, you can't explain this to me and make me understand. People are wild, though. Like, it's nah, it's, it's just bad. I'm saying, bro, celebrity, celebrity. Yo, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of. I don't know what kind of childhood you guys had, but remember that the whole one of the two girls that ah back in the yeah, day. Girls, one yeah, no, 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 no. You see, that freaked me out already. Now, oh, <laughs> but you see, clearly some people were into that shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, Brian, and... please skip. Let's pause. Why don't we start talking about the podcast and <laughs> shit? Like really. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no, no, but the other thing is then uh, the Novak thing. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know, see it live, but I saw it, and what he got, uh, he got suspended or ejected from the tournament. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this was it really like that, that deep? So. So Brian, sorry, so Brian, the thing is, it goes deeper than that. So in tennis, there's rules against showing your aggression when it comes to hitting, obviously, a racket. You know, so you, you get to lose a point or a serve. And then um, when it comes to hitting the balls in the crowd in anger, that's something that you get warned about and it becomes like an, like an unofficial offense. So this is a past, there's a video that circulated where he was even commenting. I think it was a couple of years back where, Someone was telling him, like, you know, yeah, with your aggression and, and the way you flip out after 
whatever whatever lost point or drop point, and he would freak out and either hit the ball or throw his racket. And they quit this reporter questioned him and was like, dude, you know you don't get serious to hit someone. Are you worried about that? And he was like, no, it hasn't gone that worse. Stop picking on me. Like nothing has happened, so I'm fine. It's fine. You know, and I'm not the only one. And then, bro, fast forward, uh, years later, he actually hit someone, and it happens to be the line judge. Even though that lady, though, come on, guys, a tennis ball. I don't know. <laughs> nah, she nah, looked nah, so. Nah, dra- nah. Looked very dramatic. <laughs> looked very later, dramatic. Later. He pipped her <laughs> yeah. in her neck, bro. In a yeah, a, no, no, that's the thing. Neck, I understand. It was more shock than anything for her. I'm sure. Bro, exactly. It's just like something just hit Adam's apple at a, at, at a reasonable pace. <laughs> You see, you. so yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. the fact that they 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 suspend him though it was quite deep, but like I understand, particularly for something that um umpires because umpires speak, you know, so they circulated that you know Novak has a problem, and obviously Novak has had a quite a year already with that whole uh, COVID uh, tennis tournament he had. Yeah, that flopped. You see, the players so, union try to start. You see, you exactly, and without even including the women, imagine that, dude. The the, but the, the like, WTA. So like, yeah. No, I was saying like, I think this past year we've seen another side of Novak that we haven't seen before, like a bit of arrogance about him, and like look. But he's always, I think, even oh, what's his guy's name, the Australian uh, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He obviously he doesn't like. Uh, Novak that much mm. and he's always alluded to him being a in quotes robot and kind of you know that favored yeah yeah mm. so now. yeah I've personally I've never really not I wouldn't say I've never liked him but you know Nadal's always been that guy for me I've never yeah. I've never paid attention to his personality honestly um I always felt like he had a like a war face on the whole time. So I was like, okay, he's just acting in a way for game time sort of thing. Behind the scenes I've never I've never seen these interviews or things like that. I'm not sure I have. So like what what Lito was talking about, I saw it as well, where he was being like, No, why 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 do you think what, what are you you like wishing for me to do something bad when it's not even that serious? Uh, and it's it's always like, about it. Yeah, like looking back, it's like talking to a child, like, bro, don't put that glass on the edge of the table because one day it's going to fall. And it's like, oh, you think I'm a child? You think I'm a child? I know what I'm doing. And then when it falls and it lands on something it should not land on, now it's like, oh, it's, I, I, think, I think it's right for, 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 for them to, to, to kick him out, like, especially after so many warnings. When you look back at the warnings he's been given, like what? What is the purpose of him acting out? Like he wants to act out in his own what he feels, like, what he probably believes are safe spaces. And they were like, "Bro, come on, man! You might hit a child. You might hit a lady that's not looking yeah, to this." Exactly. And him being persistent of I'm gonna do what I want to do because I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm just punching walls. I'm not hitting anyone. Now you hit someone. Mm-hmm. So he has to eat this L, and he has to come out and and he mustn't play humble and be like, "No, it was a mistake, whatever." Because, bro. You keep putting a glass on the edge of the table, it's gonna fall. Yeah. Mm. And 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 poor 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 um US Open and Serena Williams. She's gonna have to carry this whole tournament on her back again. <laughs> because all on the men's side there's no one big name anymore after the disqualifications. Like in terms of, you know, the 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 the, 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 the Yeah, like the the 
Federer's and the Nadal's of this world. So, yeah, man. But I just hope, obviously, Serena does well and she doesn't get knocked out. You know, sometimes she, she will go all the way to the semi-final and then drop mm. the bag against a weak individual, <laughs> against a weak opponent. Um, and but it was still yesterday. Exactly, exactly. But, so, you know, um, what's this? Uh, so, yeah, man, I put on uh, Novak, but just on his personality, like, he has... He has not helped himself. He's, he's, you know, as all geniuses, um, especially particularly athletes, they've got that edge, you know, they're always on the edge uh, um, when it comes to, you know, their personality. Sometimes it goes and extends off the court. And, you know, he hasn't helped himself, so there's that reputation. And I think it was easy to, to, to for the umpires to, to literally just, uh, uh, what's this, uh, disqualify him. And, you know, because they're like, ah, you know, this guy, this, is, this has been coming, so let's teach him a lesson. You know, and this is his time. And he said, as he said, he's also going to grow and 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 sort of um, do an introspection and you know improve and get better, man. Because um, like I even saw a tweet, someone was like, "What would what would have happened if if if, if Federer did something like this? Probably Federer wouldn't have done something like this." You know, right. <laughs> he he's, he's he's I think he's he's very in control when it comes to his emotions. Obviously, they spill over from time to time, but. As an athlete, also at, at the top of your game, you also need to be in control. And Novak has, has shown that multiple times across uh, the the majors he's won, but you know, uh, the Grand Slam. So, but hey, man, now he needs to. I feel like this year has taught him a lesson. COVID and the U.S. Open has taught him a lesson, man. <laughs> he needs to chill a bit. I've never been a fan, man. I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm Federer all the way, man. Yeah, but uh, let's get to. Uh, all or nothing. Have you guys seen it? I just finished yeah. watching the the last the last episode from the last release block. Yeah, I saw two uh, number five. Now. I think yeah. Um, but for me, man, like I was saying that it doesn't really give me that in depth, uh, exclusive content that I perhaps thought. Um, there are obviously a couple of things that. I really enjoyed like the Mourinho chats because that's the stuff you don't get. But like, in terms of in around the training ground and the way they present their players, is stuff that you can go on YouTube and look at yourself. Mm. So yeah, I don't know, but I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's always nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I felt the same uh, way where like um, they keep giving us what we can predict, like the the. The training, the the pre-match chats, the tactical chats, like even in the tactical chats, Jose is telling, is keep saying the same shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We can lose this. We need to go hard. Like, we want, we want the in betweens that they're not showing us. Like it's, and I guess, I guess the good thing so far for myself, if I can say that I've that I've that I've picked up from it is, or I've enjoyed picking up from it is, um, Mourinho's early assessment of. Tottenham walking in because I think before before this he while at United he I think we lost them and he kept saying about how he believes this, this is another conversation I want to have just now he believes that 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 it's an amazing squad and these guys are fighters and this this and that and I, and then when he came in after I think after the first episode he, he was like yo you guys are kind of soft, bro. Like, I don't know if it's, if if, a, if this lifestyle is too lavish or what. One, you guys are like really nice guys. Um, yeah. Spare always been soft. And, but but like, I don't. I, I never. I never thought. I never thought it would be. 
Um, but then just to finish my point, like, yeah. Other than that, there's not much we've seen. Daniel Levy, we got to see that he isn't a hard man that he's been. Yeah, he's uh, very soft. He's been, like, <laughs> very soft. That's how they want to sh- they want to show you that Levy. <laughs> nah, but Brian, like I feel like he, he really just his personality. He's not like that, like that, that commander that you know. No. Like, what like, do you, what did you expect him to be like? Yeah, yeah, like, he's like, he's hard man. like he's out there yeah, he's shouting, like, "Hey, Daniel." Perform better, no, fam. He's not soft, no. Yet. no, no. When I say soft, as in I don't even think it's in a good way, Brian. That's why when no. I say soft, I don't even say it's in a good way. When I say soft, I'm saying like, I feel, I feel like he's, he's a bit of, I don't know, I wouldn't say pushover, but like when he, 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 it's like he wanted to, he wanted to tell Mourinho everything and anything he wanted to hear. When in those first few meetings of theirs, then he was just looking at Mourinho like so in love and I'm like is this Daniel Levy is this have you seen <laughs> have, if you listen to all the, the the stories about Daniel Levy and how yeah. he's a ruthless negotiator and now they want to show you that that personable side of him no you're no. not going to tell me this Netflix documentary is going to erase all of that Big B Big B like like the, the biggest interaction it's like that the, the the way I see that they can't bullshit me about this man is like he's actually like is so he was in awe of Pochettino, he yeah. was in awe of Mourinho when he came in, and we, we had this perception where like Daniel Levy he doesn't want to support them, you know, type of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like he knows what the fuck he's doing. It's his, yeah. shit. it's his, yeah. shit. and Jose, you're gonna come, you're gonna. He's like, hey guys, hey Mourinho, like yo, I really think this is that. I don't know how you feel about it though. Yeah, you know, no, no. and I'm like, yo, is it, is it the Batman that, that that we couldn't get bail off of? Like, for real, is is it this? Batman? I don't know what you guys so, so are <laughs> expecting from from him. Nah, I don't true. know what you guys are thinking. Daniel was like, though. But, okay, but, but like you said, the stories, bro. Like, this isn't what I expected. Yeah, but Brian, just just on on the point of the whole documentary itself, the first few episodes you've seen, it it, it for me, I I like the aspect. Firstly. Um, they just Mourinho. I think the fact that they've made Mourinho the star of this whole show is like yeah. it, 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 it. I don't know. Probably, obviously, they had to change that mid um, shoot because obviously they started with Pochettino and and then Pochettino got sacked and then Mourinho came and then all of a sudden I'm sure scripts changed, ideas came up and they're like, okay, it needs to be about Mourinho, Mourinho, Mourinho. Which obviously, and they didn't even cut. They didn't show uh, that much of Pochettino uh, before. I remember. I know Brian commented on that to me on the side. Like they literally cut the whole. Because when did when did uh, Mourinho gets uh, coming into like October, or, or yeah, somewhere there. So it was quite it's a bit of uh, footage that they didn't really show of Pochettino and how he was at. at obviously, I'm sure it was because of it was at that point it was all a shit show and, and people were unhappy. But, but also, that's what we wanted to see. Exactly, but like, but obviously, as Brian as Brian alludes to that, they're not going to show you everything. They're going to try and, and create the best narrative as they can. But also, like the, one thing I like the chat between the players, man, the the Spurs players at at, at the breakfast whenever they yeah. meet before practice, and then like the, the like uh, like when was um and Kane and who was it? Uh, who was the guy who he was talking to? I think it was Kane and Dai or someone was like, but they were talking about the transfer fees and how. It's, it's, I think Ben Davis, yeah. Davis. Yeah, 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 and talking about the transfer fees and how they're going like out of, out of, out of hand at the moment. And then they tell him, yeah, no, you, you're probably going to be worth 200 million. Huh? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, no, 
or no no the messed up uh, hamstring things like that for mm-hmm. me like it's, it's it's nice to see that you know as much as we particularly because Premier League we only we for most of us it's out of it's out of reach or it's it's something that's it's, it's a dream you know to to experience firsthand so just to see like behind the scenes and but Mourinho also fuck man yo the, that guy can sway on. He's like, we need to fuck that. <laughs> we can fuck that. <laughs> like, every like, second I mean, like, He's going too hard with, with, with the fucking this fucking head. <laughs> I don't think it, his vocab is that oh, elaborate. He kills me, man. But he... also, like... Yeah. Sorry, but just the, the chatter of, of Mourinho and, and the players, man. Like, I, 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 I like Mourinho a bit more watching this video. But also, like, I don't know. He's, I'm, I'm a bit unsure about how... He, because he, he's, you know, this is most. We wanted to see how he's changed as a manager, and hey, I feel like he's gone too much on the other side. A bit, I don't know. When it comes to like that whole Danny Rose thing, I don't know. I don't let Danny Rose speak nah, to me like that. that. Also, I, I have to like, take it back. Obviously, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like he's like I think the first episode and a half, I thought he was changing, and then I think the Danny Rose situation and um, the the the. I think the Daniel Rose situation, that was a late episode. It mm. made me think back to his conversation that he had with Daily Ali where he came in and he was like, you know what, you, you're one of the guys I really like from outside, look outside mm. looking in. But mm-hmm. now that I see you live, bro, like you're not a you're not a professional athlete, but still he plays him. So that like that that goes on to remind us that like this guy, Jose, if he he, he has a bit of bias, like Martial, like I've seen conversation like Martial would probably come in like, bro, I'm trying, but no, but you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck with me. The Spurs is, is attacking line is not as good as ours, and you're not gonna find any good a uh, player as good as Delhi. So of course you're gonna, I think you're gonna pander to him a little bit. But no, mm, mm, okay, maybe 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 that was him trying to get him on his side. But yeah, but 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 to say uh, to respond to what Lito was saying, I don't think he's changed. Mm. I I think he's still um. I think he's still a half. But he never said he's changed. No, no, no. I he think he was. He, 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 he said he changed. He said he's a bit more calmer. But like he's a bit more. He did. He did allude to not being as as intense, Brian. Not okay. Maybe not intense. Not the right word. But as I don't know. Like I don't want to say ruthless, but. He did allude to that he's gonna be a bit more calmer, and I do see somewhat. Of okay, that. I'll ask you this: yeah. as you've watched, we've all watched Mourinho. Yeah. When have you seen him and a player interacting and he is shouting? Not even let's say yeah. not interacting; they're having a disagreement and he's shouting. Yeah. But I've never when seen, have you seen that? Okay, I, I, to be honest, I've never seen it to 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 that extent. Like, well, I mean, he didn't look he didn't look so happy when he was chatting to. To Paul Pogba after that, but that's exactly. I think he was he was more of the same when he was chatting to Paul Pogba than he was to Danny Rose. Yeah, more of the same. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? His demeanor. He's obviously not going to start oh shouting at Danny Rose and being like he was just like okay, do you? Because I feel like he believed that he didn't want Danny Rose anyway. So what's he going to get all up in his arms for? Yeah, but that's why. So I'm asking you: if you say he's calmer, when has he not been calm? Tell me that. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> oh man, I love how staunch of, 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 of Mourinho defender Brian has become. Yeah, you know, 
like <laughs> New Year's Eve. Like, you would have never thought ten years ago. I'm asking. I would have preferred him to shout at Daddy Rose's. Oh, but I just think, what are you guys talking about? What's he going to say to Rose? So Brian, Brian, okay, Brian. For me, I'm not okay. Okay, I'm not going to say that he should have reprimanded Danny Rose then and then. That would have been awkward, and that would have ruined the 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 what is that? The sort of his his relationship with him. But for me, it was a bit odd. That's why I say it was a bit interesting, and it was one of the parts that were very interesting to see a player that can talk. Particularly, I mean, Danny Rose is not the like the best player. That uh, you know, uh, at Tottenham, even you know, I mean, Christian um, Eriksen never complained. He's chilled, obviously, but different situation. So with Rose, I'm actually more shocked at him and his uh, uh, sort of ballsiness to to sort of speak up to a coach like Mourinho. And it, it, it that had a bit of disrespect the way he even started because I think he started off by saying, "Do we have a problem here?" And I'm like, "Evan." First, he he, he <laughs> went straight to to Mourinho, Mourinho telling his coaches and said, "Yo, can you talk?" And then he walked away. Then Mourinho came after behind him. They went into the office, sat down, and then he's like, "We have a problem." Oh, oh, no, no. What is the problem? Whatever. And I'm like, "Yo, Danny, that's a bit, that's hectic Eric. start there. That's like, so. That's a bit. That's for me, and that's why I was a bit shocked. And I would, I, I never expected to see um, sort of Mourinho sit there and take it because I saw a bit of a smirk from Mourinho because he was like, "Hey, I don't know if he's. It's either he's thinking, yeah, this gent is is, is dry-letting me, or he's." Impressed at his ballsiness, but at the end of the day, he still loaned him out. So I really don't know what I uh, what he was uh, uh, what he got from that interaction. But um, Mourinho, like I just like I, like I said, Brian, before you you come and kill me uh, tomorrow or whatever. Um, I like the side of Mourinho. I think he's 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 he, he. You can see that he still has it. He still the magic is still in him. Um, but. Yeah, man. Hey, yeah, no, but I, I like the show. I like the show. I would be honest. I like the, uh, um, even the Tanganga thing and, um, how he, you know, the players are asking him if he got his contract yet, because obviously he's now getting in the team and it's, it's actually a real thing where once you break into the team, it's, it's expected that, yo, bump up the cheese. <laughs> and the fact that players discuss that, it was kind of nice insight. Definitely enjoyable. But as you guys yeah, said, yeah. it would have been nice to go more in depth, man. Lita, like, yeah. Lita Big B, the one thing that I've been thinking about for a long time and I haven't decided whether he's right or wrong that's been bothering me. This notion of his that at United he didn't have as good of a squad as he has at Spurs. And it's obvious to pick out, for me, when I think about it, it's obvious to pick out Harry Kane and Son up top as the two world-class players in that team. Lloris, you can throw him in there. Maybe, maybe not. But otherwise, why does he keep going on about this? I don't know if he's trying to make excuses for himself or if he really believes this shit. He's saying that United, he didn't have as good a squad as United than he does at Spurs. Yeah. I mean, I think the margins are pretty close, in my opinion. I mean, if you look at Spurs' defense, I think the team that... Um, or let's say, I would say when he came, obviously they were a, a bit over the hill. But if you look, they just finished, they just uh, won the Champions League final the season before. I think their centre-back partnership um, and maybe left-back options are better than ours. Um, midfield? That, nah, but I suppose midfield has always been dead in my opinion. Yeah. 
so no. But I think the attack, I would say, is really close. But I do think that they do have a better attack than ours. But team, you squad? just said they did it early on, Brian. You said they did. You don't. They don't have a better attack than the rest. I said that it's close, and uh, I think they edge it. Who, who, you think they at, at that time? At that what? time, we're the better squad. Probably them edging it. Kane, Son, Delhi. At that time. At that time. Uh, no, no, no. If you speak about... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Time. What he left. What he left. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but for me, it, it's, it's, it's like not to take the blame for Mourinho also. It's his recruitment as well at United with better funds. and But also, you can't really shift the blame away from uh, Woodward. Because I'm sure, and I know Mourinho, particularly in that season where he got sacked, going into that season, he was miserable because he never got some of the targets he wanted. Partly, that might have possibly been he's been buying shit and, uh, up until then, and Woodward was a bit reluctant, or Woodward just couldn't do his job and, and get deals over the line. So that's also an element. And at, 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 um, at Tottenham, and I just, this is one other thing I also saw in the last episode I watched, was a bit alarming. Their um, recruitment um, staff members or the board members that, that he was chilling with, including the head of recruitment, it looked like they didn't really know what the heck they were doing. That guy looked like he was a bit of un, like he was looked like he was under pressure. He was under pressure because he's like, yeah, I hate this week. I hate this month. Eh? This month is the worst mm. time. This is the only time I can. That's why I don't even like really. <laughs> oh, that's why I was like, you know. I feel like they, maybe they're trying, to, they're trying to tell their fans that, hey, man, we, we, we try very hard. With the, <laughs> they, they, with they, the Take Us... They yeah. Sorry, with the Take Us Home, uh, the Lee's documentary, yeah. they really went into it and they showed Victor uh, Orta um, in the board meeting, planning mm. out the transfers. They went in-depth into all of the transfers. Like, here it was just like, oh, Bergwijn's here. Uh, here's a, a phone call with his mom picks out a spot and then he's scoring against City like there's no yeah. in between but yeah but also Brian you must remember mm. so it, it's just they're dealing on a different level man also like remember the cab, the access firstly the access the camera guys but had. they were on Laporte one and all of the same thing they were in the plane with him from Bilbao yeah. and yeah. with his wife and everything and I thought that was cool maybe but maybe also they're trying to do something different because that's the thing how would how would they differentiate between Take Us Home Leeds United, um, the 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 Laporte one, the City one, and 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 this? That's the thing. Maybe they're trying to do because there's a few take uh, all or nothing. So I don't know, I, but I like just different different ways of shooting it. I understand. Like for me, it would have been, but also Brian. Maybe they're not as interesting. Maybe they tried to do that and they had cuck footage of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe they tried to do something with with uh, Serge Ori a bit more. And he couldn't really speak or, or something like that. So maybe you know they 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 because like they did something with it like Luca, Lucas Moura and the whole Brazilian kid. They tried to do something there, but you could see like I don't know who, maybe the guy was shooting or the, the the idea that they had maybe they struggled to come up with something a bit more creative. But because literally all they did was <laughs> shoot the 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 what do you call it the the, the tour. Bro, like like <laughs> when they said to us that um. The assistant manager comes and he says, "I hear Sissoko is the most inf- is the most influential person in the locker room," and then we don't see Sissoko again. <laughs> exactly. Like, <I'm> like, 
Pulling someone to the corner like, hey, my G, do you fuck with this guy, Jose? Oh, God. I want to see but, that. But, like, guys, that's why, that, that's why I go back to, I think the scripts changed. When Mourinho got the job, they were like, gents, here's our guy. They were all, you know, they, I'm sure they, they were all like Brian. As soon as Mourinho came, they were a bit Jamakari. He's just so in love. They're like, oh, this guy's the best. Everything needs to be about him. So I think that was the case with, 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 with these guys who shot uh, this, this series. Because... <laughs> he could have done a lot more with the players. As you, I think Brian even mentioned to me, you know, we've seen a lot of Mourinho documentaries and and um, like uh, how he coaches. There's a lot of Mourinho coaches. content. Yeah, that's yes, the, but the, the, the yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. So that's the thing. So, I, but I feel like these guys were just so happy to have a big name blockbuster like Mourinho on board, so they just made everything about him himself. That's a but it would have been nice like, to, to see the whole sun and military thing. That would have been a great angle for me. Right. Because that, that's, that's an interesting, interesting, interesting uh, thing for him to, to do, you know, having to, be, to, to still do military service and be a superstar, a footballer in the country as well. Mm, it's just uh, some Korean guy who came to visit from wherever. <laughs> Saying hi. I was just like, what? Like, guys, serious? Like, you, like, you hear his he's like, and they ask him, why do you greet? He's like, but if I greet them, then they think people from Korea are nice. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> just nah. go there all the way there. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, babe, to close up this conversation, and obviously this was like also my favorite part about the Danny Rose thing is when Daniel was talking about him and he was like, after that conversation, and then Daniel spoke to Jose and was like, ah, yeah, he wants to go to the clubs uh, up here, mm. but um, only clubs down here want him. And then when they spoke, and Danny Rose was like, uh, did you did you check up on in Milan? And I'm sure I was like, it's def- obviously Inter. And I'm like, hmm. So Conte took Ashley Young over Danny Rose. <laughs> It's very interesting. Wow. <laughs> but nah, come on, bro. come on. In terms of pedigree, Ashley Young still has way more pedigree than, than Daniel Rose. No. Nah. Even though he's a bit younger. No. Even though he's a bit younger. No. Daniel Rose, Daniel Rose uh, he's been up and bro. down at, at Spurs. Yeah. Man United, Man United were like extremely close to signing Daniel Rose about three years ago. Actually, when Mourinho was there, I think. Yeah, I wanted him. Yeah, and that was three years ago, guys. That's why I feel like Levy and... Poch were blocking the thing like the the thing they told Ericsson was like, listen, we'll let you go, but if it's not the correct number, you gotta sit your ass down. Which mm. is ridiculous. I feel like that's what happened the whole time until this but guy's contract, very, even Ericsson's very, contract ran down. Yeah. Yeah. And a very interesting thing though, that uh, how Daniel Levy was saying that, yeah, you know, Ericsson, um, we've always told you when it comes to the contract, we'll give you will match any offer you get. So I'm like, you don't tell me you like how is that the case? And I, you know, I go back to what Brian was saying, like they're showing us what they want us to see. Because how now you try and tell me after all the troubles that you guys haven't been playing, paying your players and market related value, but now all of a sudden you're telling me that you could have, you would have offered Ericsson anything you wanted yeah. uh, in regards to any offer that he got That's outside. Bullshit. That that bullshit. was like don't lie to him like that, Levy. Yeah. But I think that it's another <laughs> a cleanup job. It's a cleanup. Yeah. They're like, listen. Um, it's not about the money. We, yeah, it's not about the money. And he wants. To, he was telling. He wanted Jose to know, and he wanted the world to know. And they, they took it out there. <laughs> he was like, he left, but he, I feel like he's regretting it now because 
I think he's on his way out of Inter as well. Excellent. How's he on his way out? He could be. Like apparently, like then, like the report said that they, um, Conte is not really a fan of him. I don't know how. The, I don't even know why he signed him because just style of play. Well, they signed fucking Alexander Kolarov, who's apparently yeah. his style of play. Yeah, almost, but that's definitely, you know, he loves the old, old, like guys that he can <laughs> revitalize. Echo, Echo's also linked to him. So imagine that. Nah. Yeah, but yeah, that was that. So, Moipe, you wanted to talk about um, uh, women's content yeah. of how they use their social media pages. Yeah, man. Like, um, I think what, what what caught my eye, there's actually, when Man United women's team started last season this time, let's say. Um, so I started following, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a Man United fan and I'm, I'm going to try support wherever I can and, and support everyone that's a part of the team. And actually one of them, um, she left for Olympic Lyon. And I've been following her and stuff. And obviously, when she keeps posting, I keep looking. Oh, oh like oh, in my mind, I was like, "Yo, why is she why why is she posting Leon shit?" And I'm following. And when I go to Leon's page, when she tags Leon, she tags Leon's only football page. And there's women's content and there's men's content there. And that made me think about, like me even having to find out that many United women has a women's page. Like the likes of Chelsea and Arsenal's women's teams have been doing well for a long time and i'm actually i've actually haven't explored their pages to see like what kind of following they have. yeah chelsea mm. chelsea chelsea women have their own page and and then it's uh, mm. about 250k uh, followers so mm. the reach compared to compared to chelsea's uh, um, way more <laughs> yeah so i was thinking about that and i was like basically like is it better to centralize it or separate it. I don't want to go too deep into it because there's like another factor that I want to speak about that they were speaking about in tennis actually when was with Murray speaking about not trying to sign the some some I forgot what deal was for for men's tennis thing because there they were speaking about no um it's actually it might not be best for women's tennis to sign up for it because it, it, because um. For, for, for a lot of other reasons, but to bring it back, let's focus on what I'm saying, like, here. And I was thinking about, like, why do they decentralize the women's team from the from the men's team? Because I feel like at the end of the day should be one thing. It's a club. Men United isn't two things. But uh, just yeah. to start it there, I don't know what you guys think about that. Uh, personally, I think I I really... I would say I would like it. Like I follow the Man United women's page as well, um, and the men's team, and I prefer it that way because um, I get you get different types of of content. Yeah. I feel like the the women's page, especially for United, is more active than the men's team. Yeah, um, they post like always training shots, yeah. videos. Um, players are as well more active uh with the quotes and stuff so i i prefer it that way um i do think there's a little it's a little weird though i think even with the city city city's uh women's side uh they signed lucy bronze from leon today 
Mm. And I was like, okay, mm. I want to do, I wanted to read the article. So I go to the Man City Women's uh, Twitter account. They, they haven't posted nothing. I'm like, mm, it's weird. I search Lucy Bronze on, on Twitter and it comes on on the Man City page. So I don't understand. I don't understand that. Are they trying to, they obviously, I think, trying to broaden their scope with that signing so that everyone can, you know. Yeah, because come. like you're saying, Brian, to interrupt you, sorry, like um, I read like United is about to sign, um, and United Women is about to sign. Yeah, Tobin Heath and Christian and uh, Christian Press. Yeah, two World Cup winners are coming. Like yeah. if 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 the if if the men's team was about to sign Mbappe and Griezmann, two World Cup winners, shit would be like going off. And I think, yeah, man, like I feel like that should be on the same in the same space, man. Because the reason why I question it is because I feel like the 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 women's the women's team are. Um, left outside of the other marketing opportunities when they do their DHL and they watch brands mm. and they're doing their little coffee things and what, what, what. Like we have photos of Matic and Lukaku sleeping on a fucking bed that we don't care about advertising mattresses. I feel like if, if those women are included with the same page, then they all have to be included in the same brand and that's better for them. And of course now with yeah. the... With the with the new launching of the shirts and stuff, they've included them with, like, the same... Well, they, they, they add, like, two women. I can't even say included. They've, they add six men, eight men, and, like, two women in the launching campaign and shit. But I feel like it's, it's going to be better for the women, for their own personal brands to get better Nike deals, better Puma deals, better this other deal and shit for them to be on the main source because at the end of the day, it's fucking Ed Woodward that's signing them, and he's a chairman mm. of the But our, what I would like is... I obviously don't know the intricate details, but I think I agree with everything you're saying. And I do think with, especially with the, the deals that they signed that the United account should include that in their account. But I think United's account, or let's just say United men's team should actively look to uh, promote the women's side, yeah. but they needs the women's side needs to have yeah. a sense of uh, sustainability and be an indiv- individual. Like, even if I know it's a, a club together, but I would even love for them to have their own sponsorship deals and all the money True. goes back into them and not trickling down from Ed Woodward and they'll probably pay Pogba this and then they get the leftovers, if you know what but I mean. But you know what? You know what? Like the, the problem with... I, I can see... I see both sides of it because with the if it's a woman's, uh, woman's club uh, profile... They can have their own kind of content, um, and they might attract different sponsors because they're women, as 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 persons. But then, on the other side, I want them to be able to have the same sports marketing and sports based performance based branding and 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 deals for themselves because they've been doing well. Like it's it's been one year and yeah. They've been doing so, very well for themselves and they, they shouldn't be like separated from that. Yeah, yeah. That's how so, I so, it, so so for me, like I completely agree with, with, with what you're saying. And it goes to to the point that it's like as Brian said, you know, obviously we we it's the, the, the men and the more reputable part of the business should be promoting the up and coming and, and the rising part of the business, which is the women's football. But like 
with with that as well, like the I think the more important thing is to ensure that you invest, if not as much, you need to invest way more than you are currently doing, to to ensure that not only do you pro, do you help produce particularly on the marketing side help produce content that is tailored to their viewers because obviously women's football is is is, is football but you're also trying to make it appealable to 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 young girls who can uh, take up the sport in future and, and you know improve the game so it's also like it's, I feel like it's very important to still have like going to social media have their own social media page and um they need to be backed financially as well because you need to hire a department and have people who are going to push the content at a timely because like compared to like the, the city and it would be their priority exactly like just compare the lucy bronze thing. so going on their website uh like literally on their twitter page now they haven't t- uh, tweeted in three days like anything at all like the whole page hasn't tweeted in three days but they've announced like there's a like, i'm sure they've They've had uh, they had a match three days ago, and there's been content following a post match, and obviously now a new signing. So surely that should be the lead, and then after that retweet uh, a a sort of a um, a comment whatever from the men's page, then will obviously boost the, the the profile and the reach of the tweet. But you need to have like they need to prioritize, particularly on the marketing side, because the game there's a, there's a perception that even now to this day, if you go into to like. The, the whole mess of not the whole mess but the stories about uh, Brazil um, Brazil women being paid the same amount as the Brazil men national side and then England also jumping on board saying they do the same and you know many other countries where you go in the comments and you still see people are ridiculing why why are they getting paid as yeah. much and then they come up with the revenue discussion and all that and that those percentages need to be changed and those percentages need to be changed by because people still comment on our oh, women's football, they need to make the goal smaller because they can't shoot from far. But at the world at the World Cup, goalkeepers were good. At goalkeepers performed outstandingly well with normal go- uh, size goals. So okay, but that's more... something else that I just said. <laughs> but yeah, Peter. Yeah. So Peter. just uh, for me, marketing marketing needs to be improved. Also, the perception is, is is so the perception you can slowly but surely change it because that's that's what's holding women's sport in general back. Yeah, Lita. Like like I, I want to say. I want to comment on what you're saying just now. Like them including the woman, women's team into the men's team marketing thing is going to push interest, and that's going to push revenue at the end of the day. Like the fact that the fact that the Adidas kit deals is for all of them. Why is that the only marketing deal that's for all of them? Why, 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 why do you have to separate or no? Oh, two for you, one for me, one for you, so, two for you. Like so, so that's, that's, so, that's where yeah. I get yeah. So and unfortunately, we were talking about um, we're talking about football, but we are talking about two football um, sort of different entities because you know, as as a marketing as as a company that you're trying to get involved and invest in football, you have your own goals that you're trying to reach. And okay, but in women's football and men's football. No, no, I understand. And for me, but for me, the whole point then goes to the same effort that is being put into getting those sponsors and getting those um, and, and getting the coverage for the men's game. The effort in terms of investment needs to be put in so that the game grows on the other side. So that at some point, that uh, companies that were cho- that are choosing to invest, they don't have they don't have to choose anymore. That's the thing because unfortunately, yeah. so so and and, and, wanna... and, and 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 also like. Think about it, guys. Manchester United literally only started their women's team last year, if not the year before. And literally, it's, it's something that's new. It, it's growing. And obviously, you have um, industry leaders like the Chelsea and Arsenal or whatever. But 
women's football, women's sport all over South Africa included. South Africa, we have our own flipping issues here with the National League or the Super League that was delayed mm. at the start, the announcement, everything, and then they at the end of the whole thing they delay paying um the the, the winners and and, and the, I think the second the runner up as well. So like there's issues in women's football, and for me that perception it's still. The perception that you know it's a man's sport and uh, men are better, more more games are because I mean, guys, we have watched we have us as, as football fans, we've watched a lot of boring as uh, um, technically poor games of football on the men's side. But for some reason, every game is analyzed to an extent of, of pointing out the the, the 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 sort of the, the the weaknesses of the women's game, and that for me sometimes gets a louder. Uh, obviously now it's, it's changing, but. Going to the comments, the people, I'm talking about the people, the comments, which is the general public, they are still another thing of women, this is not their game, and um, look what the look here. I, mean, I remember every time you go on, on a US women's uh, tweet, they always show that they, they play down the 16s and the 16 boys high school team or college team back in the day, and they lost like uh, seven two or some random result in the family. And now, like imagine, like national team of, of the women's World Cup winners, preparing for, for a tournament and then they lose to um, the 15 boys or whatever. And that kind of stuff obviously did not look good then. And that was years ago, firstly. Uh, the game is changing, man. But the, from yeah. just to, to go wrap up what I'm saying, investment needs to be needs to be applied on, 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 on when it comes to marketing, especially on the women's side, because that is where yeah. you're trying to get the growth. On the men's and side, you're trying to obtain the growth. But on the women's side, you need to still grow in the game. So you need to put you need to apply more. You, on the marketing, I spoke to uh, the lady from Lady Gomez, and she was, and it's a fact that um, why I say that the most or the the focus should be have their sort of their own uh, sponsorship deals is because they pick a certain profile of women obviously because it's men running the activations or campaigns, they, it's only a certain profile of women that, that gets, um, who goes to the Adidas shoot or the DHL shoot yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be it's, it's more inclusive. <laughs> yeah, it needs, to mm. be, it needs to be more, you know, representative of all the women who do play soccer. Who play the sport. Um, yeah, who play the sport. And Brian, yeah. Like another thing I wanted to mention, like if 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 the Man United accounts are going to be focused on the Man United team, then why do they promote the academy but feel a need not to promote the women's? If you're gonna if you're gonna say that, I'm not saying no, no, that no, they shouldn't. Saying, I'm saying they should. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying that also to like to point out the fact that they can't choose who belongs to Man United. Yeah. Because if you're gonna show me the academy boys, you better show me the other the other teams as well. You, you, like hopefully, yeah. hopefully, 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 the team that I love and believe in, um, like Lita said, it's been like a year and a half, two years maybe. I think yeah, of, of this new menu United Women's team. Hopefully, they can lead the line and be like Lyon, um, and show, not show bias. And feel like because I feel like if they do centralize it, obviously I hear your point that not 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 centralizing it um has a, they all, its own benefits so they can be their own entity, but I think for 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 
for your club unity to 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 show that Man United is not a men's team. They should just centralize it and show an equal give an equal platform basically. And obviously, I think and I think I think like we're speaking about now, not to go on about it. Like what we spoke about now is that both teams will have different type of content that they that they show. Maybe they can learn from each other and do and improve on their own for 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 social interactions and things. Um, I, I I don't see any harm in it. I, I don't like I don't like the separation yeah. personally. But yeah, yeah. But no, I th- well, just to close it. Um, I just think with I don't think it should be equal. Obviously, because I mean, on a weekend, you you don't want all your content coming from one thing. As I say, I I do. I would like them. They should post the result or anything. But I would like a more in depth analysis of the women's game from the women's page yes. than them just doing a simplistic thing on the United page. And I I think then, Chelsea really do it well because they obviously have their own thing. But if you go on the Chelsea YouTube channel and watch their behind the scenes stuff, it's not just the men's team. They show the academy yeah. and the women's training and everything. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's maybe the best way to do yeah. it. So 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 yeah. Brian, so that's that's the thing. And and um the women's football obviously all over the world, but in England on this point, they're still facing a point where you know, we talk about combining the media and the marketing efforts and, you know, investing on, on both sides, but just on the technical and, and, and operations aspect, a lot of football teams, uh, there was a report that came out, I think, January this year, where a lot of football teams at the Premier League level and at the Premier League standard, where the women don't even use the same training ground. They probably use it once a week. Some other, obviously Chelsea and the, the Chelsea Tottenham and, and Arsenal, I think, were the only ones who really uh, uh, brought their women into the same building. But a lot of the other teams, they will train at the, the lower league ground. Let's look at the uh, the champions and, of England who are building exactly. a, new, a new training ground and didn't include the women. Mm. They're building a brand new training ground without space for the women. And, but Liverpool is another exactly. piece when it comes to <laughs> the sexism or whatever's going on there. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. allegedly, don't come for me. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, bad. So, 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 so that's the thing. So, so for me, the battle is 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 is, is still long and hard. But for me, just to 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 go back to the point of social media, the the perception needs to be changed amongst the people, and that will only be changed with more um, content and 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 really. Content that is that that is depictive of what's really happening, and just to allow people, because I mean, we 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 all have agency to make, to make our choices and support uh, causes and support teams that we like and want. If there are there's a large section out there that probably wants to support women's football solely, women's football. So you know, you for me, you you need to tailor content for that for that um, section of, of of audience, and then people other other people will follow. So. You know, just for, for me, and, and that will help, you know, grow the game overall. So definitely you need more effort. For me, investment, investment, investment. They need manpower. City, you can clearly see Manchester City's women page does not have manpower because how do you not tweet in three days? In three days and the season just started. That means you would have made a uh, media plan, social media plan, and planned the season at least first half. But now you're trying to tell me in three days you're not going to tweet. That is that is where you see that clearly there's, it's probably two, three, four guys who are solely focused on Manchester, you know, Manchester City men's side, and then oh crap, guys, who has the login for the woman? I need to quickly post. Blah, 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 blah. And they do that. But shout out to them it's though. Manpower. I feel like they invest. 
a lot of money into their women's side yeah. city. So it's just yeah, maybe it's just maybe they maybe we just don't understand what what their plan is. Like you say, maybe yeah. they they plan to you know solely push it on on the men's page because the reach is different. I mean, hundred twenty five thousand followers to to tens of millions. I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, moving on to the next. Um, I posted the troops to a Barstool thing in the group, mm-hmm. and I just. I've been like feeling this for a while though, or oh, not even feeling it. I've seeing it for a while, at how football. It was first at brands, and now football clubs are using. I wouldn't say influencers, but I'd say famous fans, I guess, to or let's say influencers to um, promote their stuff. I mean, obviously the content that we or I used to watch, like Filthy Fellas, uh, AFTV. Um, if you look at troops now, and when AFTV got called into talk sport, and you know they were pretty ruthless in their assessment of the fans who they don't Sound know what's your football IQ <laughs> exactly, etc., etc. Et and now I feel like they're starting to notice how big, like the United video that was posted today, using H and uh, Harry Pernero and Dutchavelli, and it. I personally think the kid's still shit, but you can understand why uh, people, you know, get that affinity. Like if you're watching Fluffy Fellas and you see Savage Dan now on Charles' YouTube page doing their content and it makes you, you know he's funny here on this platform and um, now you're going to go and, you know. But Brian, but, is, yeah. is Troops going to be the same waking up at three in the morning to watch Arsenal on TV rather than in person? I don't know. I mean, on his thing, he was like, he's bringing exclusive Don Don. So I don't know what exclusive he was because he wasn't bringing no exclusive when he was at AFTV, apart from that his best buddies with Obama. No, but I mean, in terms of like being in the city and being being able to be close to Obama Yang, like new signing, he's going to be in New York and it's going to be like, hey, yo, this nigga troops used to be close to us, but he's that side now. I think he's gonna lose. No, but I, I think he's gonna lose influence. I think he's gonna lose touch. Yeah, I, I get what you mean, but I think he, I, th- I don't think he'll he will lose touch with the Arsenal fans that are based in the UK. But he's, I think, he's going into a different market. Mm. And one of the global, yeah, and then, and also just like the global um, following that Arsenal have. And that has obviously offloaded onto him when since he was Arsenal uh, Arsenal fan TV guy, and he was gonna take that. That's why obviously um, what's the Barstool brought him so he can bring whatever fans he does have over yeah. to 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 Barstool and and America. And the thing is, he's gonna grow that side as well because he like I was reading on on what he was saying when on on um, on the on, on the announcement, and you know he is on the point of that American sport is on the rise and. Um, and I think the ride, oh, so that's what he wants to 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 jump on, you know. MSL. I think he's gonna do yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna do other content yeah, as well. Yeah. So I think, and and also just bringing his because he's a, a charismatic guy. I mean, he, he talks straight, shoots straight from his hip, and you know he's he's, he's I mean he's, he's he's an attraction. People are gonna tune in on, on Barstool now to listen. Firstly, though, but obviously Barstool are not the the most reputable um, podcast out there. With, I mean, they've, they've been involved in a lot of racist <laughs> remarks in the past. So 
like someone I saw a tweet where this is like the biggest uh, plot twist in, in 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 the recent history because you know obviously I mean they've spoken crap about Colin Kaepernick and that situation and then for him now to well, obviously to get um, obviously an influence of color to come on board and have his own podcast on, on their platform it's quite cool a uh, big ups to him though like the fact that as Brian started off um, the fact that YouTubers and because that YouTube YouTube and Twitter, it's a whole, it's become a whole community, and these guys have a following, and you know these guys, there's comments on on their page, they've got followers, they've got fans, but like he even troops troops his own YouTube page that has a decent following. So I mean, Lita, yeah, I feel like the thing that makes him special, mm. the reason we, we 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 follow and listen is because he's so close to it. He is. He was there. He was living he all was the there. Yeah, yeah. And now, I, I feel like I believe what I, I haven't read a lot about him and and his new move to Barstool. But what mm. what I know about Barstool and shit, like, I've heard about the, a few of their podcasts. I never. Yeah, they've I've, they've exploited a lot of talent. Yeah, they exploit talent. I think they I think they 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 they, they Twitter account even called KFC Barstool. Mm. Shouts to the shouts to the golden chicken and shit. But like, um, I feel like. He's going there for the cash, and maybe they're gonna try and put him in a, a MLS. Yeah, maybe they're gonna make him Mr. MLS. And but and, him, but listen, but listen, you must remember also these guys, like YouTubers and, and content creators online, they come from a, a point where you know they they entrepreneur, they they entrepreneurs, and the, what they do is 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 a hustle. And if they the yeah. this hustle gets them to that point where they get a job in America and they can literally afford to pack up and leave and move to America. That is, that's them being successful in what they're doing. From from sitting in your living room or going to the stadium and just chatting shit on the side with Robbie. Because Robbie also, people like Rob, where Robbie is now, where FTV is now. Big ups to him because with the work where he took it from, where he's just literally coming up with an idea, let's have outside. Because there's a lot of these, you know, um, fan TV shows, but people like Arsenal TV, obviously, they, they got their, their fame from, from, from Venga out here. But, you know they've they've carried on and they've you know they've put in the work if you if you no matter how you want to define work but they put in the work and he's get like I mean just look at um the 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 soccer aid a couple of days ago where they had YouTubers involved playing in a charity game with all the legends of the game and purely that's what we're going to what Brian spoke about where trying to get extra reach through using influencers and it works because. People are now, this guy, obviously, he's excited. He's playing in Old Trafford. He's playing with some of his heroes. And um, what all fans want. I mean, who wouldn't want to be chunks when he was coming on for, in, in that game, you know? I mean, you yeah. took a penalty and missed. So, like, that's the dream. So, for me, these guys, the fact that they can get to this level and be recognized on on a non-digital, you know, space where they are being recognized in, also, or, okay, I don't want to say this, but the real way money is being made and where, you know, the heroes and and, and, and the, the OGs of the game are involved. If they can get to that level from where they started, big ups to him, man. And and troops, like, I, I don't know. I really, I don't really have interest in listening to him talk about any other thing other than Arsenal. So I don't know how we're really interested really... to even him speak about Arsenal. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm really interested, but shame, poor Robbie and AFTV now. They've lost that other gen because of what he said, uh, that old guy. And them, yeah, and now. Troops is leaving. Who they gonna DT? DT probably gonna have kids. Uh, his kids are probably gonna need him more. So he's probably not gonna be able to to do a lot of shows. So hey, it's gonna be tough. I think it's kind of 
I think the novelty kind of wore off yeah. about AFTV. Yeah. Uh, but um, what I wanted to actually, I think you watch the, yeah, I mean, you listen to the uh, Joe Biden podcast, right? Yeah. And obviously with this whole Spotify thing now where um, they're not, or they're exposing Spotify for how they did them dirty and do creators dirty. Mm. And I oh, think to the same thing. Of, Sorry, what was that? What did they say? It was, so they signed exclusive. So when they started the podcast, they signed an exclusive deal with Spotify. Yeah. And so it was, that was like the first exclusive deal, if I'm not mistaken. And Spotify used them as a pilgrimage type of situation where they, they got all the Joe Biden podcast fans to Spotify um, to sign up. And you obviously, you don't, with a, um, an artist, you have to pay for streams. You have to pay out to the artist and the label. Um, but a podcast, you don't. And they stay on the platform for longer because that podcast is like two, three hours every episode. So they brought all the um, Joe Biden's fans, even me. I, I got Spotify because I wanted to listen to the podcast mm. and I've stayed on Spotify ever since. I don't even use Apple Music anymore. Mm. And so that's what basically they did. And now they kind of, they've been the number one podcast since then up until now. And now they kind of, underboiling them in a way um to say you know we've got they've got all your fans now and now they're not paying them what they're worth basically yeah they bought in joe rogan the joe rogan podcast now as well yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate though like the landscape has changed from when they signed that deal to now and i think the volume of podcasts that are out there particularly you know 2020, 2019 alone, like the landscapes have changed. And unfortunately, whoever was negotiating or whoever negotiated on behalf of, of Joe Biden podcast, you know, it's either it was probably they were given, I'm just assuming it, but we're probably given a, a take it or leave it type of thing where it's either you stay on on, on Spotify or you can take, you can, you can go. But at the end of the day, as you say, they've got, really got their, their customers hooked on, 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 the, on the platform. So, but yeah, it's unfortunate, man. That's business. These guys, these Spotify people, why are smart, I, smart guys. <laughs> why, why I say every type of creative, music, podcast, they always come back. Like you sign these deals, and they always seem to come back and say, "Listen, I'm selling my art was the worst idea in the world. Mm. Help me buy my masters, my catalog, my podcast back," mm. and it's. I I I would find it difficult also to. I'm not saying I oh, stay independent. You know what I mean? Because yeah, with a bag's nice and it's it's what you call it's comfortable yeah. and secure. It's and secure. You feel like you made it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, but I don't think you get that freedom of creativity. And like um, that did yeah. I listened to that podcast and I was thinking about it as well. The problem is this whole thing of them being allowed to control like i think that the, the biggest point that i got out of that thing of that of that episode was him speaking about who decides what a stream is worth because that 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 um that measuring stick decides what they have to pay artists it decides um 
what artists have to do to be seen as successful in terms of uh i've ever had a a gold a gold plaque a, a platinum plaque and this plaque they're controlling the the they're controlling the, the their side of the board and it's like battleships where they don't want you to see their side of the thing and unfortunately they they as long as corporations as they are so intertwined right now oh. it's, it's almost like it's almost like a thing where what, what, what's it called again where um where they're controlling like the market price of a single thing In, monopolized they're monopolizing this thing mm. where where absa standard bank fmb all agree that the minimum we're going to charge for this is x amount we're all going to make bread sort of thing but if on the other side we actually if, if a true artist can find out that if i sign with you I have to get a hundred hundred plays to get five rand, but by myself twenty plays give me five rand. Then it's like like if we if they ever allow us to see the 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 chess moves, then mm. we will finally get our own independence and things. Um, yo, that 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 was so shocking to me, bro. And like and and like to to tell Lita like, it's not just that um. Okay, we've got your fans now. If he leaves, we're leaving with him. We, I, I, I don't have a Spotify account. I just, oh. I just go there to listen. I have a free account. I just go there to listen to Joe Bun right now. Oh. And when he leaves, I'm leaving. I was on Apple, and I saw another podcast mm. there, obviously. But, but the, he, the, oh, yeah. the the fucked up thing, or oh, I want to say about them quickly is the the thing of them now. They were like, you know, we got your fans. Um, and they offered them a 360 deal, which I thought was just fucking insane. And mm. it just, it kills everything for me. And um, that's what I, I was wanted to say about the exploitation of creators with the, as Lita was saying, you want to feel like you've made it. And especially in music um, or whatever, uh, it's you're getting a promising artist from, even can be tra- uh, translated into sports. You're getting a, a promising trans- uh, athlete who is from an underprivileged area, and you're like, here's 20K. You sign this record deal. Um, we have the rights to everything forever, and you'll, you, you'll be rich. And he'll look at that like, whoa. That's a bag. I'm getting, I'm, getting, it's a, I'm getting a bag now. I can move my mom out the house. I'm going to get the Lambo. Yo, Stalinese on... on whatever etc etc and at the end of the day you always end up crying because you're earning peanuts in 10 years when you've got 1 million streams and you're getting like 10 cents to the dollar and and unfortunately Brian that's that's where you know artists like you know have to be brave at a certain point even just go back to um you know like something like Floyd Mayweather how he bought himself out of his contract with I think it was uh, I think MGM, but one of the the, the big promoters, and he bought mm-hmm. his his he bought himself out of his contract, particularly obviously because his net or his his value in, in the real world and in and in boxing was ex- way exceeding what he got contractually, and that is something that has to be brave because independency is is not easy because what you get at a at a, at a label or you know at a promotion company is all the connections, all the expertise that you you need, you can get them on call, you you know, you get all that extra support and sometimes in terms of insurance, because 
these big companies sign uh, obviously they have insurance, so they also include you in the in, in the insurance when things go bad and you know you could get some sort of support if you know if things go drastically bad and out of your hand, uh, out of your hand. So that's 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 that that that's that security that an artist chooses to go for instead of you know what this is not worth because I believe in myself I'm gonna be big. You can't tell me Joe Biden was obviously he he is Joe Biden the rapper and turned um, uh, uh, presenter or TV personality, but I don't think he would have definitely or out of knowing him probably would have but definitely projected that he's. Um, the, the reach of, of the, the podcast would be as great as it, as it is. And obviously that is helped by um, um, streaming service like uh, um, Spotify. But it needed him to to say, you know what, okay, we you guys are going to help us. And obviously you're going to pay us, but we, we need your help because we need your help. We're trying to grow this to, to another level. And obviously that comes with deals. That If, if, if Spotify is going to pump in money, they need to, to, to sort of win also at the end of the day. And if an artist takes that route, and obviously that route is there for them, I mean, no one, no one will blame them when they take it because the money is there. You, you, you have a dinner, you know, launching. I mean, uh, celebrating the signed contract. You guys are happy, and you, because you secure, you, you know, secure your family, secure everything, secure now for the next few years. That's a nice choice to take. But now, don't complain at the end of the day when you see that uh, actually I can really win and, and get full value of of, of my. Uh, talents, you know, so because you, you took that chance to be with them, and they obviously took a chance on you as well, investing so much money. If they're gonna win, they need to get. I don't say they need to, but they put in the the, the risk, so they get the rewards at the end of the day. If if the artist doesn't want to 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 be shorthanded in the future, they then they will have to put the risk, which is going independent, and it's worked for many artists, many athletes around the world. But it's a risk, and not everyone makes it. So don't complain after you. You, you know, you, you bit there at the top of the tree, and now you're complaining because how you cut out there and you're not really, the fruit is not as nice as, the, as, as you would have hoped. Or now you're saying mm-hmm. that it's not nice. So it's just, yeah, it's, a bit, it's business at the end of it. It's business. These guys, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why we always, uh, even in football, we ask ourselves, ah, why are they not signing this and this and this? Those guys are businessmen. Obviously, they're football fans or they artists and music fans, but they study business. And in business, there's risks and there's reward. And you need to be strategic. That's it at the end of the day. We're not trying to feel, uh, uh, lose money in business. So, yeah, man, Joe Biden, let, let him take a risk. Now, if he wants to take his, 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 his talents elsewhere, let him take the risk. Let's see. Maybe another platform can, can, can take him on board. But will it have the same reach? Will Brian delete his Spotify account and go get <laughs> a, whatever? Uh, I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> 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 what do you do? What do you do? Well, yeah, it's tough out here, man. But I always think I want to preserve that uh, freedom of speech. I like that we can hop yeah. on here and talk about whatever, 100%. and you don't have to be PC yeah. or anything of the sort. Yeah, and I wonder how Troops is going to be as well on that. But I'll listen. I'll definitely give it a listen. Well, and see. well Brian, surely this guy's a bit. Uh, wearing blackface and um, giving racist comments, the troops will, will, will not be the most uh, um, dramatic. But I also want to uh, say that I don't want to drag this too long, but as you know, these like Barstool, for instance, and what Madden is doing today using Colin Kaepernick, it's a, 
I always, I, with troops, I'm like, oh, bro, like with anyone, I'm like, go and get your coins, king. Just go and do what you got to do. Mm. But inside, I don't think it sits well when it's like this company is using a black person, athlete, creative or whatever as a cleanup campaign. Mm. You know what I mean? Ah, I'm sorry about this. <laughs> Even with the, the Savannah thing, it's like you corrected yourself, but hey, why didn't you do it in the first place? Yeah. Like, why are you being racist in the first place? And yeah, but it's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, bro. It's, it's hey, bro. Just go back to like the clicks thing as well. Oh man, why you do it in the first place? Ask yourself that. Like, gents, why? Why exactly. you do it in the first place? Who approved? No, and we spoke about this yeah, exactly. The uh, what's that? What's that? Nikon. Yeah, thing. Nikon. Yeah. And I asked Moipi. I don't think there's diversity in these rooms. That's why this bullshit always comes out. The person, who, the, the clicks person is a person of color. They, no. they even, they, they showed his LinkedIn uh, account. It's a person of color. But they say it's nameless. No, no, no. Oh, no. I saw a name. I saw a name. It's Veli or something. Vela or something like that. The CEO, the CEO said it's, um, I think he said it's the, the digital marketing, digital marketing team were two black people two white people and I think they said a colored person. I think it's a team of five. But in this case, um, this wasn't a campaign. This was a a retail store's website. So this was... um, Here it's it's a bit more... I don't know if it's more at fault because their job is to mainly... Like, like, to, to, to basically separate the differences one is we're doing a campaign what are we promoting we're promoting lotion and then now we're going to intentionally say this lotion is for fair skin right on this one they are selling 50 lotions they are selling 100 um hair care things and they are literally setting up a website shop so there they 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 think a lot less about what they're doing they say Hey, did Dove send in the photos for the for the lotion? Here they are, boom, boom, they put it on. Did uh, Vaseline send in the photos for the hair care? Boom, boom, upload it. Um, links are done straight to the shop. They're running a shop there as compared to a campaign where I think a campaign is a lot more thought where you try to be, um, where you try to target a certain group. There, that one's just a shop. So that's yeah. where um, the, I, I feel like the, the, the content was created by Tresemme. And when the junior marketer said, where's the photos for Tresemme? And he saw them. He should have been, he or she, I don't, I don't even know if it's a he or yeah. she. Or they. He should have like, been like, the group of them should have been like, yo. This is not, is this it's, it's not, it doesn't look good. Like, just from, like, come on. Especially when, you're working, when you're working, when you're working, when you're working those, when you're working those things, you, you, you sort of, and I know more personally, you should know that as well. Like, you look out for certain things that will look a bit odd or, a bit uh, misinterpreted. Like you don't, you never want to leave anything to misinterpretation. And I feel like when you, like they, they slipped up on that. They didn't look at that. And I know obviously it's not a campaign, so it wasn't like a pro, uh, like a thoroughly planned out uh, um, set. But they should have just looked at, you know, I don't know. Like it just doesn't look. But let's talk about kids all the time, guys. But yeah, man, it's just not a good look at all. Yeah. Yeah. Here it says. Um... Clix has accepted the resignation of a senior executive responsible for the for an offensive hair product advertisement 
and said staff responsible for publishing it have been suspended. Oh. Yeah, they fired a junior. Can you imagine? Imagine. <sighs> no one's going to want to fall, man. No one is going to want to yeah. fall from their sword. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey. South Africa, yeah? Gotta love it. Oh, you gotta love it. <laughs> Yo, my check one, two, one, two. Uh. I'm from the place where hardcore is This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up. Views from the staff to the world that we back. This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up. Views from the staff to the world that we back. Ladies and gentlemen, grab a drink and let's get settled in. Here's another dose of some audio medicine. Fresh sports reports, pure adrenaline. We do it for the love of the game, not the Benjamins. My check one two one two. Yeah. The link up. I'm from the place where hardcore is beautiful.